superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're only here for one reason. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The only thing that matters is the Larry O.P. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Touchdown, Titans! Julio Jones is going to get traded. I do believe he will get traded. Touchdown, Titans! The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, ESPN baseball reporter Buster Olney, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Still to come, two-time NBA All-Star Baron Davis. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All righty, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. NBA playoff talk with Baron Davis this hour. We already had Mike Florio on the program. Buster Olney of ESPN Baseball Coverage just dropped by and gave us a little bit more information on what his reporting uncovered over the weekend that baseball and uh, ownership has seen enough of doctored baseballs and pitchers doing it in broad daylight and players talking about it and managers griping about how much and how prevalent it is, or at least Mike Schilt being the only one with the St. Louis Cardinals doing that, and that starting uh, sometime potentially next week, Major League Baseball umpires are going to start checking pitchers after innings to make them hand over their glove and maybe take off their belt and show that they're clean coming off a mound. That would be something else, I will tell you what, to say the least. The other thing he just said too last night as well um, is that the umpire, the home plate umpire last night, um, I forgot his name, Gabe something or other, I know you have it, Chris. I'm sure you have it. I'm sure. I'm sure the Red Sox are going to build a, a, a statue to him <laughs> outside of uh, Fenway Park. Yeah, I, I thanked him in my prayers last night. Yeah, gave him, gave, gave, you know, maybe give him a free Dunkin' Donuts. As they said on the broadcast, though, he had a good game up until those <laughs> the ninth. Well, inning. I mean, that just shows you in baseball, all it takes is just one moment, and you got to play better than the ump sump, man. Yankees had four hits in a row to start the game. Uh, you know, top of the bottom of the first, and actually scored two runs. That was amazing. That was just something else um so last night yankees come back after blowing their lead they were up 3-1 blew the lead come back and tie the game 4-4 in the ninth inning gabe morales gabe morales behind home plate the rugnet odor um drawing a uh, a walk to load the bases with two outs called strike three ball was so far outside it's it's insane i mean the dot 
It was, was five, five inches off. Dot that the five, five, five looked like a f- more than that, sir. Well, I'm just telling you what the stats said. Okay, the stats said. It was I mean, but that's that guy. It's unacceptable, and all Buster only says, "Yeah, nothing's going to happen." Oh, and by the way, on top of it, when you know you're going to extra innings, and now because of to try and move games along, not have 19, 20 inning games in the world of COVID, um, you know, uh, you put a runner on second base. Red Sox got an extra runner too put on first base because a called strike three was called ball four. I mean, that was strike three, too. You, you even texted me well, as well. Well, one to Bobby Dahlbeck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, strike three. Yeah, no, but pre- that was ball four. Looked pretty good. That was ball four. So the Yankees had a strike, th- uh, uh, a, a ball four called strike three against them and then had a strike three called ball four against them. Yeah. And that was, by the way, the uh, winning run because the Yankees did actually score one in the bottom. But you got to play better than the ump sump. And certainly you got a parent better than uh, maybe you should. Uh, there's my 10-year-old boy. <laughs> 10-year-old boy, Coop. Living and dying with every pitch. Oh, he was so excited when Glaber Torres knocked in Aaron Judge and then, you know, to tie the game. And then because uh, we have both of them on our fantasy team as well. I mean, he's so excited about it. He's just locked in on fantasy. And uh, and the strike three is uh, is called. Uh Best dad ever. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there wondering, what do I do? How do I handle this situation? This is snap judgment. <laughs> what do I do? Do I just basically sit there and go, well, boy, that was a terrible call, Coop. You know, um, and, um, and you know, we just need to play better than this. Um, or do I do what I wanted to do, which was, what a bunch of S that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say you went with the uh, former and not the latter. In, in that well, T.J. Jefferson, I had already had uh, a couple of uh, Barolos in me, actually, at this oh, point so in time. You we had a couple people second. over. We had a couple people over, fully vaccinated uh, play date and in, uh, in barbecue. Um, I cursed. <laughs> oh, no, no. You let man. it go? Oh, poor Coop. Oh, he loved that. He loved it more than you do, T.J., I think he likes it when dad works blue too. But, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I do remember, you know, growing up and watching my uncle curse over sports. And I, you know, subsequently growing up later found out, I think it was because he was putting hard-earned American dollars on things. <laughs> my son knows I'm not. He just knows that I'm, you know. But I, I showed him, I'm like, that's so far outside. And you know what he says to me? You know what my son says to me? He said, that's some bullshit. No, he did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> no, he didn't. You're GD right, Dad. <laughs> no. You know what he says to me? He goes, but Dad, we have Matt Barnes, and that's a strikeout for our fantasy. And I'm like, Coop, Coop, we're and down Barnes, 70 points in fantasy. We're going to lose fantasy. This is the last game of the, of the week. We're done. We're out. And I told him, I'm like, sometimes, Coop, reality is more important than fantasy. In reality, we just got absolutely hosed. <laughs> I don't know if it all sunk in. I'm trying to teach him the ways of the world. You, got, you know, he's still young. He's learning. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Pete in Richmond, Virginia. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. That's line one, Mikey D. One, Mikey. DJ Mikey D. As yeah, in, he's nuts. <laughs> What's up, Pete? You there, Pete? Hey, hey, sorry about that. All good. What's on your mind? I apologize, guys. How you doing? How you doing? We're good. Everybody doing well? We're good, yeah. I love it. I love it. Hey, real quick, real quick, uh, on the baseball thing, are managers going to be able to, like, stop the game because they think the pitcher's doing something to try and break up a rhythm? 
or anything like that. The opposing manager is going to be able to say, hey, we think we saw him go to his glove weird or hat or something like that. But you guys have a good day. I'll hang up. You got it. And I, I don't know. Uh, I, I asked, what's the mechanism? And Buster only said it's ma- it's the umpires. Maybe a manager can, you know, in the same way Billy Martin. Remember Billy Martin said, check out uh, George Brett's bat for Pine Tuck. Remember that one? And uh, I believe 1980. I believe that's 41 years old. And um, I don't know. But you can't do it in the middle of an inning. It's after a pitcher is being removed from the game. And baseball's so concerned about pace of play, you're going to stop. I guess if you're doing it in between innings, what if you remove a pitcher? What if you suspect the relief pitcher of doing it? What if you suspect the, the starting pitcher of doing it and he's coming out of the game middle of six? You're going you're gonna, to – what? Are you going to do this in a playoff game? Yeah, Exactly. Is this really going to happen in a playoff game? I think so. You know what baseball's hoping for? That they don't, that that the, don't be like, that, like they're going to. Police themselves, poli- essentially. That, they're going to be like, let, don't be like the pitcher who just uh, got stopped, pulled over to the side of the right. baseline, and essentially strip searched in front of God and country. Don't be like him. That a couple of pitchers are going to absolutely be stopped and take your belt off. Give me your hat. Let me take a look at your hat. Let me look at the glove. Also, they're going to do all of this in two minutes and 20 seconds between innings? I mean, because you can. You take a look at the glove. Touch it. See it. Feel it. Look at the hat. Touch it. See it. Feel it. Look at the belt. You know? Take the belt off, I, mean, I guess. But what if they find stuff on his, so he's out? Yeah. Ejected. And, That's so, what and so now they have to get a guy warm, and so that takes a few yeah. more minutes. You're gonna, and then he's gonna like this is gonna extend or game time, or it's done at the beginning of an inning. I don't know. Mike in Pennsylvania, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Mike? What is up, my people? What's going on? What are you guys on? doing? What up, Mike? Uh, I, I wanted to comment about the uh, this interview you had. It was first of all, excellent interview. I was, Thank you. I'm the blind guy that calls in. Uh, I took my Bluetooth speaker out. I live in a high rise. I, I took the Bluetooth speaker out to have a cigarette because it was so, <laughs> like, I, I couldn't just leave my phone up here, you know. Sure. Um, but I wanted to say, you know, thank you. And I wanted to raise the question, you know, this is going to bring up a lot of, you know, the get off my lawn people. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I me, mean, I'm a football guy. I'm not a baseball guy. too. But, like, I, you know, the, the guys that are calling – you know, for game to slow down because, you know, oh, oh, it's slowing down too much because of, the instant, you know, replay. Well, how many bad calls? Okay, first of all, the one game that my Phillies played, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it out. About I want to say God, it was a Sunday night game. It was, it was also a national game where they called out, uh, they called my one of my people safe at home, you know, when he should have been oh, called out. Oh yeah, that was. I think um, that was earlier in the season. That was one of the first yeah, moments of the season, that's what I'm saying. Mike. And yeah. Oh yes. And you know, just uh, it's terrible. But I just want to. I want to thank you for letting me check in. And uh, you got it. You be well. Um, I hope you enjoyed about that. this. And you know, I, I just I, my feet are going good. I, I I'm about to have uh, going to physical therapy. I just I'm sitting here enjoying a, uh, a nice slice of cold pizza. Okay. Uh, I got the Brooklyn style. And a smoke. And a smoke. Yeah. Well done, Mike. Thanks for the call. It's Mike in uh, Pennsylvania here on the right, Mike. Show. We care about baseball so much. That's why we talk about this stuff. We care. We love it. All of us in this room 
love baseball and we respect it and we call stuff out when we see it, but we also love the competition and we want it to just be on the up and up. And we have nothing but love and respect for the game, which is why when we saw a story coming out of the state of Connecticut involving a 17-year-old pitcher, Frank Mozzicato, in uh, Connecticut, prep star in Connecticut, he had thrown not one, not two, not three, but four consecutive no-hitters. He had struck out 100-plus guys in 42 innings. Hadn't given up a hit since April 26. And we're like, what a story. He's skyrocketing up. Um, yeah, baseball America up rankings. Baseball America rankings. He's, he's right there in the top 50. Drafts coming up. Yeah. It's about a kid just making the most of an opportunity. And he had not thrown uh, anything but hitless frame after hitless frame after hitless frame. And like we said... Do we want, because articles are being written about him, do we want to have him on? We actually debated it. We, thought, we talked it over, man. Do we want to have on this kid who's got a streak going? Because we don't, because you know what, you know, you don't talk about this stuff. It's mm-hmm. like Fight Club. Like and we're like, you know what, we're, we're not superstitious people. We're about stories. We're about meeting people. Let's invite him on. I'm not superstitious. I'm just regular stitious. You're regular stitious. Yeah. And so he comes on the show. Great kid. And he not only agrees to come on the show, he agrees to come on the show on Friday, the day before his next start. And my first question of him was very simple. Why did you say yes to us? <laughs> like, you legitimately did say. Like, I told what? him I'm nervous. Why did you say yes? And he said it was a great opportunity and that, you know, I, he's not going to throw no hitters forever. The hit's going to come at some point, and it's not that big of a deal, and his teammates, you know, deserve a lot of the credit. I mean, he was couldn't have been more. He had a way better attitude than I would. <laughs> so on Saturday, I am on Twitter, refreshing every now and then to see how his start's going because I knew it would show up there because this is a national story. He's throwing four straight no-hitters. And sure enough, third inning of his start, kid gives up a hit. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God. Might have actually cursed out loud there, too, around my children. <laughs> rough baseball week for rough, me. Rough baseball, baseball week for me. Weekend for me. And, um, you know, I tell Susie this. She goes, oh, God. Because I was giving her the update about yeah. do we invite him, do we not, do we never. Yeah, he, he gave up a hit. And um, sure enough. Somebody tweeted out that I was the jinx. <laughs> yeah. And then an actual member of the media with an actual working microphone and an actual camera on this kid who was made available to chat after the game literally, truly used their real estate to ask him <laughs> if Rich Eisen, me, respecter and lover of the game if i jinxed him he was asked this question here's his answer no he didn't jinx me that was a very very uh, good opportunity for me to go on and thank you to him but um no i knew i mean it's gonna happen it's baseball right it's part of the game so i mean like i said i don't really care about it wise beyond frank. your years frank that's my dude. thanks for having our back <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Did Rich Eisen jinx you? The next sentence. That come on. How could you not love that you, question? Did, well, come and, on, Rich. And, and, and all I have to say <laughs> is this: 
<laughs> I'm going to answer that question with a question. Did we really jinx him? <laughs> I mean, well, it, no. he, the kid threw a two-hit shutout, and the team advanced. Yeah, he I got mean, the dummy. He still dominated. Yeah, it just wasn't. A, did we, It just no, wasn't the because fifth he straight, no, said no. it himself. He, he do, first of all, Frank didn't care because he knew he was getting the W regardless, whether he threw no hits or five hits. Frank had a confidence about a, himself, uh, man. Mike sitting there. You know he jinxed him, is what you're saying. It's the, and you know who the mush is, don't you? Well, it's always Brockman, but... That guy right over there. I don't know what you had to do. The Rich Eisen Show resident mush. <laughs> I don't know. You know I'm what? Gonna... I don't want this to divide us. No, Member of the no, media no. asking, well, that's what Naomi Osaka was he complaining about. Such negativity. Eventually. He had to do it. He said it. First hit in 30 and a third innings. I mean, let's, literally. Let's hey. shout out the dude, Weston High, Chris Amato. Got the hit. Yeah. Mother kid I could have been in school with. Frank still got the dub, though. Yeah. Could you imagine somebody literally went up to this An man child and said, Yeah, why did, wouldn't you? you did the guy who invited you on his national radio TV show, TV show, radio show, first, right? Is that, Rich, so, that's Rich what we you host a national radio TV show okay. on NBC's Peacock. Of course he's going to ask the kid about his appearance on the show. Him? Yeah, you didn't have to say that. East Catholic won the game 19 to 1. 19 to 1. Frank left uh, with the team up 13-0. Yeah, what are we talking about? You got to love the fact that they asked that question. You talked come on. No. Spice yes, Fight Club with him. No. Rich, come on. I couldn't it. believe it. I'm like, come on. That's come, what I'm thinking. Can we just have the kid on and talk about it? Rich, the reporter watched the show, right? He added to the value of the show by asking the question. Like, Normally, I take the approach of, have I, have I taught I mean, you wisely that just spell our name right? Type yeah. of strategy? He did. He did. He did. He did. not us who, if not now, when? He did. And if Frank's not upset about it, then... Wise beyond his years. With screen shows, would be all over it. Well yeah, they said stuff about us on the... Yeah, come on. was bad. Good, good or turn. bad for good baseball. Bad. Good or bad, exactly. Is Rich Eisen good <laughs> or bad for kids? <laughs> that's, the bottom line. that's the bottom line. He had 28 straight innings of no-hit ball. Does Rich Eisen hate... Team phenom pitchers. <laughs> That'd be the top part. This kid has a better ERA than DeGrom, which is impressive. <laughs> hey, at least I let Frank know he was on radio TV live when I was interviewing him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good or bad for baseball. Right. I can see that. On the Take a break. Baron Davis talking some NBA uh, playoff action with one of our favorite guests when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This summer, I'm doing a, um, a mixtape mm-hmm. called Basketballs. Okay. All are like, I'm going to get a bunch of basketball Can I... players. Can you you want to uh, do an intro or something? No, I would like to be part of it. You play instrument? I do not. All right. <laughs> what can you do? Can you rap? Uh, I've, I, I believe I've got bars. For a Grammy award-winning artist, I believe. Do we have? Do we, we don't you have that. bars, too? I'll, I'll pull it in. I'll oh, pull it on. in. You... Ice-T was on the podcast version Ice-T of this show. count. <laughs> <laughs> wow. God, what do you mean he doesn't count? What do you mean Ice T doesn't count? Ice T don't count, man. <laughs> why? Because he's been in an insurance commercial. <laughs> I mean, is that why? And so many other things. <laughs> when you've been in Law and Order, you, you no longer count. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah. kidding. <laughs> I didn't know that. Because I rapped for him, and he told me he made it seem like I had bars. Okay, yeah, roll, roll you know. it, roll it for uh, for Baron Davis here, please. Go for it. Here we go. My name's Rich Eisen. I have a podcast. Miss a scheduled appearance, and I'll put you on blast. New York is my home, the island of Staten. I've conquered Bristol, even Manhattan. Now I'm on the West Coast, relaxing and chill, living on the mead streets of Beverly Hill. Oh man, rapping isn't my forte. In case you couldn't tell, I'm more relaxed on the network, NFL. That was Cole right there. You way better than a lot of rappers that are making <laughs> yes! records right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Look on Baron Davis's face right now. <laughs> it has not changed for all 40 seconds. You you want me in or not? <laughs> you can be hey, you can be on Ice T next hour. Ice T, man. That was why did he you know say why? that to you? You know what? Because first of all, why he would was, he say that? He was just trying to not saying that the raps was bad, but it wasn't like it was a bad rap. It's a it's it's a good rap for a sports announcer, but for him to actually be a hater, are you saying that he game was not recognizing game? Is it no, what you're no, saying? No, no, yeah. I mean, that was just whatever game y'all was playing. You know why? Because <laughs> I was playing buddy ball. You know what I needed to do? I needed to I needed to put my area code in there. Isn't that what the, the, is no, that what is missing the seven one eight? You have no hand movements. You have no swag. It's not just like words. You gotta like you gotta feel what you're saying. Well, maybe I need to get. I'm gonna I, get you in the studio. Please. I'm putting you on this album. Will too. you do this? Yep. Will you please? Yep. I'm, I'm putting you on the intro. Look, on this album. I have been I've been invited to do things by people, and I then show up and do them. No, no, no. I got you. You I will. Got you. Yes. Now, who will do? I write myself. Like, how do I write it? Now we got you. You do. You'll help. You're a writer, so we'll we'll no, sit in and we'll we sit in the studio. We'll write, listen to the beat, mix it up, and then we'll put, you know, Baron Davis. Nice. This is going to happen. This is happening for sure. 
Spoiler alert, never happened. <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. We just played a snippet of Baron Davis's appearance four years ago yesterday, by the way, wow. to the day. Wow. Now he's back here on the show, not only to talk uh, with us uh, about life and what's going on in the NBA playoffs, but he has a directorial debut. He co-wrote the film and he stars in it as well. It's called Domino Battle of the Bones, available in select theaters this Friday. He is Baron Davis. How are you, Baron? What's happening? What's going it's on? Never too late. It's never too late. What to 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 rap for you and is yeah, it... to get in the studio? I mean, if that was four years ago, you got to think you didn't reach back out to like the pandemic. Oh, okay. So we no, there's there's you know? no. It's also a very Los Angeles thing, Baron. You've been around here a very long time to say that you're going to invite someone to do something on their project and then I'm, never I'm, do I'm, it. I'm a man of my word. We got the studio is nice and built out. Okay, it's even bigger now. You know. I'm I doing need them bars. I we're we, we gonna get you right. <laughs> that means I was wrong. Is basically what you're also saying. I was initially I wrong. Mean, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> you know, there are no wrong answers because you put forth the effort. Oh, you know? <laughs> how? Let's talk about a movie you're directing, huh? This is fan, this is fantastic. When when did you uh, shoot this? You Snoop is in it. David Arquette, you're in it. This is great. It, yeah, uh, I would say probably a year after I did that, uh, my last show with you, <laughs> so two years ago. Okay. Um, and shot it in the summer, pre-pandemic, uh, and really wanted to, like, write something with uh, comedians, you know, uh, that showed, like, this casual life of, of this game of dominoes, but also reflected on some of the characters that, you know, I witnessed growing up that, you know, I felt were funny. And, you know, I'm always trying to extend my creative palette. And so I had an investor, you know, put up the money for me to direct my first feature. And she said, I believe you can be a director. And so from that point, you know, for me, I just started writing the script and and working on this movie. And now we've got a photograph of Snoop in it, too. So that was an easy uh, ask for you, right, Baron? Imagine getting Snoop involved. Oh, do I just move? Do we just lose Baron Davis? You there, Baron? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did I just lose you? You there? Yeah, I think. Uh, sorry about that. Okay, it's all good. So, uh, you got Snoop involved in this as well. That's why I said it was kind of probably a nice, easy ask for you to say, "Hey, Snoop, how'd you like to be in my movie?" Right? Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, surprisingly, we could, we, you know, we can't afford Snoop, so <laughs> it was like, hey, Uck, man, can I get a favor? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, nephew, I got you. Don't need a trip. You got 45 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, I'm shooting a movie. He's like, yeah, all right, 40 minutes. I was like, uh, you know, I only need you, you know, for a day or two. He was like, all right, 30 minutes. <laughs> And I was like, all right. He was like, you can come now. <laughs> <laughs> and it all worked out, though. That's phenomenal. And it worked out. And he did it in one take. Basically, one, two takes, he was done. Right. Um, where does this rank in terms of degree of difficulty for anything you've attempted in your life, physical, uh, athletic, or not? I mean, it, it ranks up there, I would say. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is this was fun. This is a fun project. I think that sort of like being a rookie and like, okay, this is my first one. 
you know, I'm more excited about now that I have that behind and it's out, like I'm ready for the next one because you, you just learn so much and by, and you have so much more confidence and, you know, how to better prepare, uh, you know, for the next one. So I'm looking forward to the next one. And, you know, I've been writing a couple of things. So, you know, I'm super excited about just this next chapter because it is a lot different from the NBA. Where the NBA, you can control your destiny. But in a situation like this, you know, you got to rely on so many other people and, you know, Hollywood to be able to shepherd that in. It's called Domino Battle of the Bones about a competitive domino player from Compton. Uh, I've got the log line here. A reluctantly agrees to babysit his white, nerdy step-grandson. But he discovers a kid's crazy skills, and then off they go to try and play some dominoes. Baron Davis here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, pretty cool to have Steph Curry shout you out as he did uh, because of your Warriors team, the We Believe team, kind of 2.0'd by the current Warriors this year. That had to be cool for you, Baron, right? No, that was super cool. Uh, you know, anytime the Warriors shout us out, I always say, you know, it's just keeping us alive in the game of basketball. Steph Curry, I'm one of his biggest fans, and, you know, just always respected him and his craft and, you know, what he's able, what he has been able to do, you know, at Golden State. And, you know, to still kind of, you know, give me love, you know what I mean, it, it, it's huge. And, you know, I just, I mean, I mean, that's what I do it for. That's that's what I wanted to do it for. I wanted to be able to be a player's player, some someone that when I walk in the room, you know, the players wanted to talk to, be around you know, and just getting that respect. So, you know, uh, anytime, you know, there's any kind of, like, reflection in that in that spirit and energy, you know, it just, it just completely humbles me. Is there any player that you used to play with or, or against that Luka Doncic reminds you of at all? Uh, he reminds me of – he just reminds me of a lot of different people. <laughs> he reminds me of like Brandon Roy, as big as Brandon Roy was. He reminds you of Sam Cassell. He reminds you of like um, a little magic. You know what I mean? He reminds you a little bit of, uh, I would say like a like a not like a Drazen Petrovic. A Shiro- you like you see, you just like he. He's a one of one. There's, there's, it, it, it's hard to, like, you can see so many different moves and so many different. You can tell he's a student of the game. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I always say, you know, when people ask me that question, is that, you know, start looking at these ballplayers as artists. Right, and so you don't really—it's hard to compare someone who's a you know an original painter to others that have been original painters in their own format. And uh, what advice, Baron Davis, would you give to um, Damian Lillard right now, as uh, the, the only professional basketball coach he's known is now out? Um, and the question is, can he win in Portland, one of the most talented, dynamic? players in the game, what advice would you give him if uh, you were sitting down with him today, Baron David? Uh, man, I mean, Damon is a man. You know, I would, 
I would say for me, it would just be to be a listener. You know what I mean? So it's, it's hard to give advice to somebody that you have not listened to and seen their perspective or, you know, hear, you know, what they're going through. You can only kind of like look at the situation and, and, and kind of judge and say, yeah, I've been in that situation before, but my situation it, that I reflect on it, it is much different than, you know, Dang Lillard's situation. So, you know, before kind of giving advice, it's just better to be a listener. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, and, I hear you. So I guess you know, let me, let me know, just walk in. It's just the nature of the business. You know, it's the nature of the business. Like, you know, like this is now an opportunity for him to, you know, do something else, play a different way. You know what I mean? You know, uh, take on a bigger challenge, right? Uh, you know, he he has performed well uh, with, with Terry Stouts, and I think that, you know, he's really, you know, just really, like, continues to maximize his potential, right? But I also feel like, you know, there's an opportunity with whoever the new coach is, and hopefully they make the new the new and the right coaching decision that they can take his game to a whole nother level. And so, you know, I would, I would just say, um, it really depends on the coach. Right. But I think for Dan, just be, which I, I know it is, it, it's what is this new coach, you know, see that, that, that I can improve on, right. To, to up my ante and up my game. Do you think he can win in Portland? I guess I'll just walk through the front door on this one with you. What do you I think? Do. You do. I do. I do. I think, you know, uh, for Portland, it's really about, you know, putting putting and assembling the right pieces together, right? You know, that's the team that every year they've had a different set of wing players, right, and backup point guards and things that, you know, you may, you know, a lot of people may not value, but it's super valuable, Um you know, and I also feel like they've been, you know, they've had some injuries to their young guys, which have hurt them. But overall, it's like they have talent, and you know, they're they're a couple pieces away, I think, and and they have an opportunity, right? You know, you look at the West this year; is going to be, you know, somebody new coming out, challenging. It's going to be somebody uh, new coming out the East. So you know, the league is starting to get, you know, a lot a, a lot more uh, competitive. Um, and I think Portland could have been one of those teams that was in it. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, the question is, is can you, it does seem that the, once again, the the league, you know, it, despite having obviously seen what the Heat did last year, making it to the finals and uh, Kawhi doing what he did in Portland, I mean, in, in Toronto, it still does seem to be you've got to team up with a superstar type league. We're seeing the Nets, even without Harden, be so terrific in game one, and, you know, because they have Durant and Kyrie, and that maybe when it all comes out in the wash, Giannis getting all that help from this offseason, it's still not enough because he doesn't have another superstar to team up with him like Kawhi does with. Uh, Paul George potentially you know I know it's not cookie cutter but it it does seem that if you want to win a championship you've got to get somebody to ride along with you and and maybe Lillard can't get that in Portland that's the that's the genuine conversation about about the opportunity that he has Baron you know Mm -hmm. okay I hear you but you still believe he can win there in Portland okay um, yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm, my, and and look, I always come from like this 
old school mentality. I was always like, had to play the David to Goliath. You know what I mean? Sure. And so I never had the privilege of playing, you know, on a, you know, superstar driven team, you know? So, um, but now that's the nature of the business, right? That's the way things go. Um, but maybe Portland can get somebody in there that can be that person or, or that potential superstar. I hope so, because I, I love Damon Lillard. I love his game. Before I let you go, Baron, of the final eight, who's got the best chance to win it? Is it the Nets right now? What do you think? Yeah, I like, you know, right now I like the, I like the Nets. I like the Clippers, and I, and I wouldn't uh, count out the Suns just because Devin Booker is probably one of the hardest people to guard uh, that we've seen in a lot. And then, of course, you got the Jazz, too. We'll see how it all works out. And I love the Jazz. I love, I, I love, I love that they just continue to fly under the radar, right? <laughs> yeah, for one seed too, right? Yeah, yeah for but one that's, seed. You know, that's what you want. They're playing great basketball, and they're winning. And they have, you know, they have they have a lot of great pieces. And I love Quinn Snyder. I think he's a great coach. Well, Baron, it's been great catching up with you. Let's do this more than just uh, once every uh, two years or so. Let's. Uh, All let, right. I'd Have love- me on. No, I, I love to like you know come in every three or four episodes, and you know I can do like the uh, the weather report, <laughs> or you know I I could do something like nope. I can I can read out the ads, I can drop in some of my own promos. Okay, um, you know, is that look a brother up, man? I I'd love it, Baron. <laughs> like we're we're, Watch we're my movie. Watch my movie. Domino Battle of the Bones. We'll do that. That's going to be available. Download the app. Okay. There's the Domino Battle of the Bones app. Download that. Okay. And then you and I will will develop this uh, back our relationship. Yes, please. Um, over a game of bones. Let's let's do that. Um, I would love to do every last thing that you just said, Darren. <laughs> There's no question. Um, it's it's not a me thing. It's got to be an us thing. Is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Look for yeah, my call. Back. Look for my call. You take care of yourself. That's Baron Davis, everybody. Battle of Domino Battle of Bones is available on an app. Go for it. And then also in select theaters this Friday, June the 11th, the one and only Baron Davis. You know, he said about doing the weather in Del Tufo. It was like, wait, wait a second. second. Oh, no. <laughs> I just didn't want to go there. I mean, you could do the traffic. We don't have a traffic guy. No. LA. Traffic and weather. Traffic is bad. Every morning. Well, I mean, the pandemic is over, according to the 405 freeway, to be honest. Way over. Uh, Let's take a break, because there's a lot of, um, there's still one bit of news out of Alabama that we have not hit on this program. And there's one aspect of the Julio Jones trade that only this show can cover. And that's how we're going to roll out of this Monday program in a moment. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What did you think of Aaron Rodgers' beer-chugging attempt at the Milwaukee Bucks playoff game a few weeks ago, Matt? I'm like, it, it, it might have been an IPA or something like that. Those IPAs, that's not easy to chug. Mm-hmm. Folks like um, Trubisky, uh, Mahomes, your buddy Stafford stepped were, up and, and... They were talented, very talented when it came to that. So where do you put yourself in this mix, Matt? Where would you, uh, rank, where would you rank yourself? Uh, middle of the road. Middle of the road. Really? For, for, for sure. Well, I mean, and that's why I'm wondering why you would go by the name of Matty Ice, Matt. <laughs> that's why I'm... I mean, that's a beer-infused nickname, and it, it doesn't fit anymore. So. Would you agree it doesn't fit anymore, Matt? Are you, is the natural coming back or are we making a push for the natural here? No, I'm, 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 well, I'm pointing out that certain nickname that you've had for a long time, just, just, it. I like beer. Uh, I just okay, throw it right. out there. I do like beer. Right. So when it comes to it though, you just, you're not, you're not slamming them back, right? Is what you're uh, saying. No, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm drinking responsibly. Okay. You're drinking uh, something that would be responsible, something that would be uh, a natural light of some sort, Matt? Are you, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? It's been a long time. See? You keep making my point. Why won't you take the natural from me, Matt? Why won't you, just, why won't you, just why won't you do it? I mean, how many times do I have to ask? How many times uh, do I have to ask? Uh, it's just nobody else wants it. <laughs> um... Are you aware I offered it to Stafford, your buddy? Is that right? Yes. He didn't take it either. Well, I mean, he... That's a no, Matt. um, Hold on a minute. (laughs) Excuse me. Hold on. He, I I gave him full disclosure that it was a retread and that you had rejected it. (laughs) Because I know you guys talk. I know you you guys are tight, right? He forgot to mention it to me the last time I saw him. I can't believe that wasn't top of mind for him. Okay, so just just uh, on behalf of all my loved ones who are cringing right now, just tell me to move on, Matt, and I'll move on. Just tell me to move on. Rich, you got to move on. You got to move on. I love you, but you got to move on. Thank you, Matt. Thank you so Thank much. You. <laughs> Even if I gave you a T-shirt or anything? <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, Matt, I can take a hint after nine years or so. <laughs> Uh, PeacockTV.com for those streaming us right now on Peacock. You want to watch us on desktop. Um, and then, of course, you can follow us at Rich Eisen Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Xander wants to call in and cape for TikTok. That's coming up. Oh, yeah. This month. Back here on our radio network. Just let him do it. Uh, I don't know if I want Xander to do TikTok for, on behalf of the Rich Eisen show. That'd be interesting. I mean, be a lot of Ariana, Ariana Grande sometimes. Hey, whatever I mean, gets the clicks, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, interesting chat right there with uh, Baron Davis, to say the least. Um, so, earlier today, Nick Saban 
signed a contract extension. Big one. Through 2029. Three-year extension. Oh. Oh. Because he was already locked up through 2026. What's up with that? Like you got to do a a three-year extension five years out? No? Probably probably getting a good price. He'll be 77 (laughs) years of age. At the end of it. At the end of the contract. Dude. I mean, why get rid of him? He should just morph into Bear Bryant, start wearing the hat. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Just go with the fedora, the checkered fedora. He's better than Bear ever was, though. I, you, you know, that sounds like uh, heresy, but but it's, but it's fact. He's the best ever. He's the best college coach yeah, of all time. Ever. I'm with Brockman. He is. Yeah. And, and someone had a tweet about it earl- earlier today. But when they hired him, Alabama, why are you getting this washed up guy who couldn't hack it in the NFL? From LSU. Who also coached your rival? Right. Why are you hiring this guy? Yep. You saw what he did with the Dolphins. He's trash. Nope. Greatest coach of all time. That was definitely a prevailing oh, yeah. take. <laughs> was that what was talking about Belichick when he Joe Torrey. got hired? Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey, too. Yeah. Pete Carroll's another one. Pete Carroll's another one. What, at USC, not in Seattle. Right. No. Right. When he got hired by USC. Right. Yeah. Hired by USC. It's like, you know, he's not even, he wasn't even from the USC family. Right. Hey, yeah. what did he do with the Patriots? He was terrible. And the Jets, too. Don't forget. Yeah. Don't forget. He was the jet coach, I do believe, um, after he was the Jets coach leading into Parcells. And I think he was the Patriots coach out of Parcells and into Belichick, right? Pete Carroll was the Jets coach in 94 before Rich Kotite. Okay, Oof. that's right. Kotite. Oh, my God. Holy crap. <laughs> it, was Bruce, it, it was Bruce Coslett. Yeah. One year of Carroll. They fired Pete Carroll to hire <laughs> two years of Kotite. Rich Kotite. <laughs> Kotite was four and twenty-eight. He may go blue in two years, and then you got Parcells. He's for getting three. close. Let's go, right. Rich. So, so he was he was a Jet coach in between. I've, I should know this, but I forgot it on purpose. In between <laughs> Coslett and Kotite, trauma, and then he was the he was the coach after Parcells. Into Belichick, right? So he was the Pats coach. Yeah, he was the Pats coach in '99. So after Parcells, after Parcells. Before. Well, Parcells. No, Parcells was with the Jets. Parcells was with the Jets by that point in time. Oh. So who was the coach of, of the Patriots after Parcells and into? Who was that guy? Stand by. I mean, no, no. It was Parcells, then Carroll, then, then Belichick. Carroll, right? Then yeah. Belichick. Wow. He was the bridge between. See, the difference between franchises and being successful. Uh, the Jets, he's the bridge from Coslet to Kotite. From the Patriots, he's the bridge from Parcells to Belichick. <laughs> Spot the difference, as they say in the kids' drawing games. Spot the difference. Can you spot the difference? That's trophies in one of and them. And then he goes to USC, dominates, and now he's in Seattle where... He's a Hall of Famer. I, mean, I think he is. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to the Hall of Fame. I think he is. I can't believe I asked him, if, you know, age 70, how much longer he's going to do it. I think it's a legitimate question. His response yeah, is he's he, 70. He was, he's, yeah, he's he like, was what are you trying to tell me, Rich? What are you trying to tell me? 
70 but me looks... rolling around on the lawn like a puppy doesn't show you that I still have energy. <laughs> All the gum I mean, I'm chewing. I'm taking my shirt off with DK Metcalf. He's got like, more energy than you a 50-year-old when he's out there coaching. No doubt. So funny. I take a nap after the Rich Eisen show. What do you do? <laughs> he runs around the block. <laughs> what goes, do you do, Pete? Go surfing? Yeah. Oof. Wow. And um, um, here's one piece of news to, to, uh, to hit you on. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm uh, afflicted. I'm conflicted in this job sometimes because I, you know, I can't quit things, as you know. <laughs> oh, no. I can't quit things. Uh-oh. So I've been du- trying to dub Matt Ryan the match rule for a very long time because I thought Matty Ice is ridiculous. It's like it's what you give a, a beard chugging, you know, 17-year-old. 21-year-old, Rich. Well, you know, well, I think it's from high school that was brought into into Boston College for him. What did he get in Boston College? What was it? I'm just going to assume Matt didn't violate the law and drink beer. I don't know. (laughs) But it's just, you know, it's something, and and he told me to move on and give it up. Many times, many times. But, you know, I'll I'll never, I'll never give it up. And now I'm just going to morph it into a different situation. That was at least my plan. He came on two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And I told him, I'm like, man, you got Kyle Pitts. You got Calvin Ridley. You got Julio Jones. And you got yourself. It's the Pitts-tastic four. And he kind of chuckled at it. You know, I think he respected me for giving an attempt at it. Giving it a little bit of run. And he said that send me the send me the the photograph and there's a mock up from Sean Mitchell the Rich Eisen Show uh, production group and company and one of our best of our best he mocked this up look at that right there Matt is the thing he's like he wants it he would print it out and put it in everyone's locker very nice of him to say he had to know at the time that Julio was never going to show up maybe he's hoping I don't know but literally the trade of Julio Jones made me think. Damn it. Is, is this the official end of all these uh, nickname attempts? L- let, me get, let me ask you this question. W- would you like to answer that question? I, I, I oh. know what I would like the answer to be, but I know that's not the actual well, answer. Well, now he's in Tennessee. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh my God. And oh, my God. you've got A.J. Brown in him. And okay. Derrick Henry. And, Derek mm-hmm. and Ryan Tano. So it's... oh. Put it up. Oh, good. Oh, God. Put it up. Oh, Put it up. Oh, Put it up. The Tantastic Uh-oh. Four. The Tantastic Four. We could go if it's Tennessee, the Tantastic Four, but I think we should name it after the quarterback. The Tantastic Four. Man, it's like- I think it's even better. I think we just, because as you know, the minute I said the Pitts-tastic four, it should have been the, the Mad-tastic, Mad-tastic four. And I'm like, damn it, we missed our opportunity. I, I almost went jerk store <laughs> on it and got, ta- get, got Ryan back on the, on the horn just to do it. But, you know, I think A.J. Up- Brown is Mr. Fantastic. He can stretch the Ds and mastermind blockbuster trades. <laughs> Tannehill's the invisible man. He can disappear from obscurity only to re- reappear in the playoffs in the Pro Bowl. Henry is obviously the thing. No explanation needed. And then Jones, as he was in the Pitts-tastic four, he's the human torch. He can burn defensive backs all day long. I think we have workshopped it. Well, you It's have, even better. You have I mean, workshopped. Yeah, there's you, not a we in there. You did this by yourself. Yeah. We were not consulted. With all due respect... 
But I'm going to say this, Chris. <laughs> I didn't hate that. Oh! I didn't hate it. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I didn't hate it. Costanza. It's going to grow on you. I did not hate the, the, the ten. Yeah. Ta- yeah, it rhymes. The Tantastic Four. Yeah, I'm not really that The Tantastic Four. The Tantastic Four. Have you texted this to Ryan Tannehill yet? I, I, I have not reached out to anybody okay. yet. Okay, all right. This is what we call in the business the big reveal. The big reveal. Can yeah. you dig it? Yes, you can dig it. Can you dig it? <laughs> the yeah, Tantastic man. Four. I don't hate that, Rich. I don't. Is this going to be a Costanza thing? Is this going to grow on me? I don't know. Just I do, I I will I will get I will I will venture to say this. You're sitting at home, <laughs> settling into game two of Bucks Nets, and suddenly something will just come over. You'll be like something, something's giving me joy. Something's giving, and it's not my my beautiful boy Cage. No, it's not my. Wonderful mother of my child, Sarah Tiana. It's not that, although they always do give me that joy. They do give me joy. So why, why, why do I have a smile on my face? Oh, that's yeah, right. Here we go. <laughs> the Tantastic Four. It's not Costanza, Rich. It's Tantastic. Yes. Oh, oh, See, you're even into it. Next we're going to be. Next we're going to wait. We're going to give T Bone out as a ne- as yeah, nickname sure. next. You know. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, you know. Here we go. I I don't hate it, Rich. I really don't. I don't hate it. Ship it to Nashville. I well, want to hate it. That's okay. for sure. <laughs> I mean, I think we should have Lawan kind of like oh, get his well, thoughts. Taylor on. will be like, "Where am I on it?" I was kind of thinking that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's like, "Well, I should be the." He should be the thing. thing. Yeah, he's he probably thinking, thing, but nah, Derrick Henry is the thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Of course. He's the he's the man made of rock coming at you. Fantastic. Look at, look at it is good. Like Ryan Tannehill looks like that's really him in that in the body of the invisible do, man. But do we want to go ten or we want to go ten? I like the ten. The, the ten tastic for, yeah. for Tennessee. No, people will just think it's T T E N. Like wait a minute, is it ten guys? It's Tennessee. No, it's ten. Fantastic. Ten, yeah. Tannehill. Fantastic four. You know what we should call it? The Ryan-tastic four, just to call up Matt and say, could have been you. <laughs> <laughs> could have been you. But no. no, no. But no. Nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, 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 no. You won't. Nope. You won't. You can't for some reason. You won't. All right, well, well I'll put this out today. I'll tag yeah. all these guys and uh, see, we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. Run it up the flagpole. We'll see how it flies. Hey, Rich, can I give a shout-out real quick? Please. Well, you know when I went to the uh, do the Callaway piece? Yes. And I interviewed Michelle Wee. I and, noticed you're wearing her sweatshirt. Yeah, so my buddy Emma Talley sent me this LPGA sweatshirt. So I just wanted to make sure we uh, showed the ladies nice. some love Very today. good. Established and, 1950. Know. Well done. Thank you, Emma, for this. Roll Tide, by the way. Very done. Very well, well done. done. Well done. Supporting the and Renee just so Powell everyone fund. understands that if, if Del Tufo had done that, it's because he wants more free swag. Yeah. That's just a genuine... Uh, a genuine well, moment Mike, for you. Mike, you've earned this reputation, <laughs> so. I have. I mean, yeah. she didn't ask me to wear it on air. I just decided it would be a cool thing well to do. Done. Support the uh, L- LPGA. So, thank you. Make Your Wake sent me some stuff. I always got to give him a little Who did? Shot. Make Your Wake for boating. Oh, my goodness. Take care of my people. Okay. Make Your Wake. Again, stepped on me, but. I'm sorry, dude. Fantastic. <laughs> That's I do. I want to thank uh, Baron Davis for making his wake. I love you, Mike. <laughs> 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 I want to thank Mike Florio, See? and I want to thank Buster Only. Buster, Rich, I will say only you could have done that. <laughs> what? What I do? That I'm thanking my of, guests for being yeah, on the show. Exactly that type of segue. <laughs> 
Tantastic. I think this is going to stick, boys. Uh, I don't know. The Tantastic Four. It's clobbering time. Play us out on a Monday. <laughs> See you Tuesday. I like it.